Hi there and welcome. I'm Rabbi Nachomath with the Las Vegas Kolel. I want to tell you the story of a guy named Will. Will grows up in the 80s. He's a teenager, he's smart, he's athletic. Real bright future lays ahead of him. His plan is to go to Yale. One day, Will is playing hockey when a buddy of his who is really a troubled character goes ahead and probably intentionally hits Will right in the face with his hockey stick, shatters Will's jaw. Will has to spend the next three years convalescing. His jaw needs to be reconstructed. While convalescing, he develops stomach ulcers and eventually he develops all sorts of cardiovascular problems. Will's dreams of attending Yale, they're shattered. If we'd stop the story right now and we look at the story of Will, a promising bright future, and then tragedy strikes. Sports injury, no longer can go to college, he's depressed, he's sad, he's lying at home. If we'd stop the story right there, we'd say, well, these last few episodes, these were real tragedies, weren't they? Look in the story in the book of Sefer Bamidbar, the book of Numbers, we read about the story of Bilam. Bilam is an evil person who has this despicable plan of cursing the Jews. And God makes it abundantly clear to Bilam that this is a bad idea. Tells Bilam this is not the correct thing to do. But Bilam, who's a real bad guy, decides he's going to go anyway. And he goes off on his mission to curse the Jewish people. God, in an effort to thwart Bilam's plans, sends an angel carrying a big sword blocking the path as Bilaam goes on, his, on the road, riding on his donkey. The only thing is, the Torah tells us, Bilaam doesn't see the angel, only his donkey perceives the angel. The donkey, as it goes and it sees this angel with the sword in its hand, the donkey decides he's not going anywhere. Bilaam hits the donkey. Donkey proceeds. Donkey continues down the path and he sees the angel a second time with the sword in his hand. And Bilam, not perceiving the, the angel with the sword, he hits his donkey, urging it to go forward. Finally, a third time, same thing happens. The donkey sees the angel with the sword. Bilam doesn't see what, what happens. The donkey crouches down, decides he's not budging any farther. And we know the story famously, God performs a miracle and the donkey starts talking to Bilaam and says, why are you hitting me? And Bilaam says, hey, it's because, you know, we're on this path and you're not obeying my command to go forward. And God then opens up Bilaam's eyes and Bilaam too sees this angel. Bilaam aghast, explains, apologizes, and the, Bilaam, and the, the angel tells Bilaam that, you know, this mission of going ahead and cursing the Jewish people, it's not what God wants you to do. And I was sent here to go ahead and prevent you from going to communicate the message to you. This goes against God's plan. We know the end of the story. Bilaam goes anyways. He tries to curse the Jewish people, but God puts a blessing into Bilaam's mouth. And although Bilaam attempts to curse the Jewish people, he ultimately ends up blessing them. It's remarkable. So if you look at the commentaries, look at Rashi. If you, who was this angel? Rashi interestingly tells us, you know who that angel was? Malach shel rachamim haya. This angel was actually an angel of mercy. The way Rashi explains and expounded upon by further commentaries, the role of the angel was to tell Bilam, this is not the correct thing to be doing. You're heading down literally and figuratively the wrong path. And the role of this angel was to try to get Bilaam to change his mind and to turn back and not try and attempt to sinfully curse the Jewish people. 
And he, it's a malach shel rachamim. It's an angel of mercy in the sense that God doesn't want to end up punishing Bilam. God doesn't want to see Bilam sin. God doesn't want Bilam to fail. So God sends this angel with the sword in its hand to go ahead and block Bilam's path. To cause Bilam to reconsider, recognize, you know what? Maybe this isn't the right thing after all. The malach shel rachamim, an angel of mercy. And it's always struck me whenever I read these verses. You know, if you think about it, if you were to see an angel carrying a sword with anger before you, how would you describe that angel? I would describe it as an angel of retribution, an anger representing God's wrath, an angel representing God's fury. Yet Rashi tells us, actually, that angel who appears to be hostile, that angel who's hoarding, holding a sword, that's actually an angel, a malach shel rachamim, that's an angel of mercy. Because the function of that angel, the function of that wrath, was to get Bilam to change his mind and not continue down his path of evil. The function of that angel was to correct Bilam's ways. It was to give Bilam other opportunities, to remind Bilam that, hey, maybe what you're doing is incorrect. It's always struck me as a beautiful metaphor. So often in our, in our lives, we see terrible situations in front of us. We encounter moments of difficulty, moments of stress, moments when we're like, why is this happening to me? Moments that appear to us as if God is sending us angels with swords in their hands, angels of fury, angels of anger. And the truth is sometimes those angels, sometimes those moments of difficulty and stress and crisis, they're actually malachi shalrachamim. They're actually angels of mercy. They're God's ways of opening up other opportunities, of redirecting us. God's way of slowly and casually and very delicately recorrecting us and telling us, hey, we're going down the wrong path. And although that angel seems to be full of anger, that angel seems to be holding a sword in his hand, it's actually God's love. It's God's compassion. It's God's mercy. Remember our story of Will? Well, I told you Will was growing up in the 80s, but it wasn't the 1980s, it was the 1880s. And Will is Wilbur Wright, the famous inventor, along with his brother Orville, of the modern airplane. And you see, during those three years when Will was convalescing and recuperating from that jaw injury, I'm sure he was distraught. His future plans have been thwarted. He thought he was going to go down one path, but an angel holding a, a sword in his hand causes Will to go down a different path. And it was during those three years that Will took out a bunch of books from his father's library, and he began reading. And he began reading specifically on aviation. And it was during those three years that the idea of trying to figure out how to get man to fly, that's when it began to germinate in his mind. Had that hockey stick never hit Will in the jaw, he probably would have continued to yell and probably never would have discovered and become the inventor of the airplane. And it's such a great example and such a perfect story of how what appears to be an angel of fury, an angel of wrath, an angel of anger, is actually a malach shalrachamim. It's an angel of mercy. None of us want to get hit in the jaw and have to spend three years convalescing. None of us are looking for difficulty or obstacles or stress or crisis in our lives. And oftentimes those moments of crisis, those moments of real difficulties, they're not going to end up having silver linings. We all know that. But we also know that so often in our lives, we see events that appear to us to be negative. They appear to be moments of crisis, moments of real setback. And 
ultimately in the long run, they were actually the best things for us. They caused us to change directions, to go down different paths that actually opened up many other opportunities of success in our lives. So often in our lives, when we see angels carrying swords in their hands, the angels that appear to us to be angels of God's anger, wrath, and fury, they actually are angels of rachamim, angels of mercy. Next time we find ourselves in a moment of crisis or difficulty, let's give ourselves a little bit of consolation. Let's go ahead and recognize this might not be the end of the world. The sky might not be falling. This actually might just be a malach shel rachamim, an angel of mercy. <laughs>